Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Welcome back. Welcome back to another edition of the Conscious Debriefing Podcast. My name is Jason Bett and I will be your host for this evening's podcast. It has now just gone after 7 o'clock on the 17th of May 2020. Day 53 or day 54 um, of the lockdown, I'm not quite sure. Uh, in the beginning I was writing on my Facebook page, day 1, a sentence, day 2, day 3, a sentence. I've, I've lost all track in that and I think because and I explained it in my video that I made recently last week that I never had a guest on uh, simply because I was beginning to become negative and, and this is the thing I cannot let I cannot let this pandemic get me down I cannot be negative I need to remain focused and I, re- I need to remain positive because the moment you become negative this is it they've got you they've got you the people out there that is implementing this little uh, regulations do not do this and don't do that and do not walk on the beach. I mean, that what happened in Belita and I, uh, the, the incident where the, the the man got arrested because he was on the beach and then the police wanted to arrest. I'm going to speak about it in the podcast. It's absolutely absurd, guys. It's absolutely madness and it makes my blood boil. But... Um, also, in the podcast, I'm going to speak a little bit about George Orwell uh, to Scott. And, you know, for, the, for those out there that know, and I, I think I've mentioned in my previous two podcasts about George Orwell, who wrote 1984. You're at home, you're watching TV all day, and you're listening to what everybody has been saying on the SABC and that. And, and to me, I've just, I don't watch that anymore. I know my wife, my wife is still sitting at home, and my mother-in-law, and they are watching it, and I've told them. Keep on, don't stop, stop listening, stop listening to that hogwash what you're listening to on the news and that because it's they brainwash on you and they are. And there's a lot of us out there that will agree what we see on the news is brainwash information. Oh, come on, really? I'm just, I'm not, I'm not up to it. That's, I think that can make another debate. But before we get into the podcast, there's just something I want to read to you. Um, it's a long, I don't know who wrote it, but it makes sense. And this is something that um, should be taken into consideration. It's happening. But yeah, I think I should make... I'm not going to read all of it. I think I should make a video on it. Because it's, it's true what, what this person wrote here. And, and, and it goes like this. Silence is consent. I do not consent to the tracking and tracing of South African citizens. Or any citizens for that matter. And if we can track law-abiding citizens, then why haven't we made pedophiles and dangerous criminals are priority. I do not consent to a party or leader who makes decisions without the democratic process of a vote in parliament. I do not consent to being told that I am not taking a virus seriously simply because I question and challenge arbitrary laws. I do not consent to limiting free speech under the guise of protecting South Africans from the spread of misinformation. And then my last paragraph, I do not consent to the extreme censorship that is taking place on social media platforms 
towards doctor scientists, uh, political scientists, and activists. This is book burning. Very true. And I think a lot of us out there can subscribe to what this person wrote there. It makes 100% sense. We've just become at this point where a lot of us are saying, yay, the president is, is a great man and he's doing this to save our lives, which is fair, okay? I, I, won't, I won't take that away. Okay, I'm not completely, I'm not that dumb, okay? But, and I spoke about it in the podcast with Scott. I spoke, look at countries like Sweden. Sweden has got their death rates and that, but they are considering it as a normal flu, flu-like virus and I'm not, I'm not going to say too much. You can do your own research on what's, what's actually happening in Sweden and then compare Apple Apple and we speak about the models, the type of models that countries are enforcing and what type of models is South Africa enforcing for this pandemic. But enough of that. Let me get into the podcast so that you can actually see and get a glimpse on what me and Scott um, were talking about. Okay, I'll see you back in a bit. Scott? Are you there, my man? How's it, Jason? Yeah, I'm Thank here. You, man. Yeah, welcome to my show, man. The Conscious Debriefing. This is now the second time I've got you, my show. Yes, I believe I was on your show a while back. Um, it was last year, I think in June, July. It was with Christoph, uh, your brother, and Impiyaki, if I remember correctly. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a group of us, yeah. So yeah, we... Uh, that was, was that was that was when I was when I was uh, I still am, but that was when I was exceptionally reactionary and uh, I was starting uh, to tell that like tune the guys and stuff. Tune, but, yeah. tune the I'm guys and and I've chilled out now since I've had since I've become a father. You know, I have I have I've, I, I've now I was gonna I was gonna say your congratulations, bro. Being a father, <laughs> I mean, Thanks, I'm, I'm a sure. father of two myself, but my daughter's like. What twenty five now, and I've got two grandchildren myself. So, wow! I, nice. I know what it's, I know what it's about, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Great, it's awesome. Let's give the uh, listeners and the viewers out there um, a quick intro. Who you are? Yeah, so uh, I'm just basically a, a guy, a concerned citizen, um, in, in a nutshell. Um, uh, myself and uh, my brother Russell and uh, mate of mine Dylan, who's also been on your show as well. That's um, right. He's also yeah. Uh, we we run a, a, a very small um, YouTube channel and a podcast called Reactionary Opinions, um, where we uh, dissect various ideas with regards to well, specifically. We're specifically a Christian um, uh, YouTube channel. Correct, uh, where yeah. We talk about various ideas of uh, various theological ideas and um, um, uh, dissect what is going on in the world today through the lens of Christianity, if that makes any sense. Mm, yeah, no, of course, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, after all, people, uh, Christianity is slipping away. And I think me and you have had numerous accounts uh, some discussions about Christianity, how people just, it's slipping through the fingers and it, it's scary, bro. And I think that's your mission. Your uh, mission is to try and bring that uh, Christianity back into society, but in a different approach, of course. Well, I think I think what we're trying to do essentially is we're trying to bring we're trying to make Christians based again, you know, um, because you know, uh, at, at, in, in the in the Christian community, 
these days, um, there's a lot of uh, people tend to be drawn towards a faith that is focused mm. around sort of being a huggable, likable Christian kind of thing, you know, whereas uh, myself, Dylan and Russell, we, we believe in, in a faith of victory and a faith of power and a faith of strength and all these things that, yes, yeah. that, um, that, that would then build a, a strong community through that. So that's just a, a, a basic of, of what it is about and stuff. Yeah. No, of course. Yes. Before we um, get into the podcast, that uh, you heard that song. I wanted to bring up this, but that song called uh, Zol. And the reason are health related, uh, but also when people Zol, they put saliva on the paper uh, and then they share that Zol. It means they are also share. If when people Zol, they put saliva on the paper. Max, Max, when people make Zol. Yeah, that's a classic song, eh? How many views? I don't know how many views it's got. But I know that um, she wants to see, she wants to see Max, the DJ. She wants to have yeah, a word with she, him. Yeah, she's probably going to have him uh, suicided, I guess. Or, I don't know. Or she's going <laughs> to ask for royalty fees. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. That's Flipping. probably what it is. I mean, we know, we know how in Kosa Zanat, Lamini Zuma has got her fingers in all the dirty pies and stuff. Of course, so yes. She of probably course. wants a piece of... She want, she, she probably wants, wants a piece of Max's success, yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah. And it is, and it's a flipping awesome song. That deep, deep house tune. Eh? I'm a lover of house music myself, and I've got to admit, it is a flipping classic tune. Eh? <laughs> yeah, it's good. All right, dude, let's get into it. While we still, uh, it seems like, you know, that's all we seem to be talking about is this COVID-19. And I suppose we shouldn't get tired of it and get hurtful of it because, after all, it's bringing our economy down heavier. So my first, my first question is, what models do you think SA government is using to curb this pandemic? If they are, and are they, what models are they following? Yeah, look, um, I, I, the, whole, the whole thing, the whole scenario. So in the, in the UK, you, have, uh, you had that uh, Professor Neil Ferguson who you know, released his models. And uh, there's articles and stuff coming out now. He's basically uh, resigned now as far as i know because you know he mm-hmm. went to go and you know sleep with his girlfriend and stuff during lockdown and i just anyway but they basically people are looking at his models now and they're realizing hang on this guy this guy's models were completely wrong because he yeah, predicted yeah. he predicted 500,000 people were going to die in the uk alone and it was just going to be crazy and people would be just like falling dead all over the place and um and I mean, this is the same guy that um, that I believe in 2008, I believe, was the um, was the SARS uh, virus breakdown, as far as I know. And um, this is the guy that also, I mean, his his models and his predictions back then were horribly wrong. This is the guy that's that's who's <laughs> pretty much every time he's made a prediction or made a model, it's been horribly wrong. Mm. But um, but back to South Africa. Um, I, you know, honestly, Jason, I don't think there are any models, um, that the government used for the lockdown. I think that, um, our government saw the rest of the world yes. doing lockdown. I said the same. They were like, well, let's just jump on the bandwagon and, uh, do it ourselves. You know, we can't let everyone do it and we don't do it, you know? So the ANC is, the ANC government is, 
is what myself and Dylan call little Jimmy. Okay. And little Jimmy is um, that kid in the, in, in school who never got any attention and would do anything to get attention. So he'd be the one like eating a worm or something so that he could get attention. And that's the ANC. Mm. Uh, yeah. little Johnny, don't eat that worm. I'm going to eat the worm. You exactly. Know, get, yeah. No, you know, with you. To try and get attention and stuff. So that's the ANC in a nutshell. So everything the world does, everything the World Health Organization does, everything the United Nations does, every sort of globalist um, uh, institution, whatever they do, the ANC does. So yeah. they, they just like, uh, they, they, they don't have the capacity to think creatively or to think abstractly. So they, they're just like, well, we're going to do it ourselves. So yeah. I do think, I do think though, that, uh, I think it was a bit of an exaggeration when I said that I don't think that there are mod- models and stuff. Obviously I'm being a bit facetious, but, but no, cool. I, I do think that, that there are some sort of models. I, I just but, don't think that they're using well, the right models that, that suits South Africa's needs. As per se. Absolutely. So they yeah. basically they basically probably copied the UK models in my in my mind, which is which is completely wrong. I mean, you can't do that because of you know variations in age, variations yes. in climate, variations in geography, variations in a whole bunch of stuff. So you just can't. And I think that that's what they did. I think they used another country's models. Okay. Um, and I, 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 I get very, very suspicious. And I asked this from the beginning of the lockdown. I said, I want to see those models. Okay? Mm. Not that I would really know how to read models and how to do all of this sort of stuff. I'm not qualified to do it. But mm. basically what I'm saying is I'm a citizen. I should need to know the, what, the, what the proof is behind my jail sentence. You know yeah. what I mean? Right now, I'm serving a jail sentence. You're serving a jail sentence. Every South African is serving a jail sentence, but we don't know why. You know, yeah. we don't. Obviously, we know why because of you know COVID nineteen and stuff. But we don't know why we're being held hostage and held in our houses. We just what's, don't know. What's even scary is that you get in a criminal record. Just like that, you oh, know. You mean so, if you get arrested? Yeah, if you get arrested, and you just get labelled, and you got a criminal record. There was a well, podcast. It was a podcast with Ronaldo not so long ago. Ah, not Ronaldo, Ramon. Uh, we did an interview with a guy that lives in Dwarfs, Dwarfs Camp. I don't know, some, something like that. Yes, the yes, coast the of Cape, the beach, yeah. yeah, the guy on the beach, yeah, and he was just walking on the beach, and it. I suppose, yeah, okay. The curfew time was what is the curfew time? It's six to nine, eh? So it was, mm-hmm. probably was after that. And he got arrested just like that. And now he's got a criminal record, which, yeah, which I so think the, is the, unfair. The, the thing with that situation is that, you know, the, the people of the village use the beach as a road. And, yes, um, that's what he said. Yeah. And, you know, for some weird reason, this government has basically outlawed beaches because, you know, a virus spreads faster on sand or some weird stuff yeah. because they just don't. They're just doing a whole bunch of 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 rubbish so uh they're trying to push the boundaries that's what mm. they're trying to do they're trying to see how far they can get with 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 what sort of stupid rules they can they can try and push. of course that's and and with the help and with the help of the ndr of course yeah interestingly they in the backlight um, yeah. yeah interestingly enough eh, jason i think that i think that what we're going to see after this lockdown 
is we're going to see people taking a conscious interest in um, in researching the NDR and and all of that. I've I've made it my my duty to to educate people on on exactly how what the NDR is and how it started and you know where the ANC gets its gets its motivation from mm. and its ideology from and the, the where the ANC gets its motivation and ideology from is yeah is 100% communism uh, which in my mind is pure evil that's pure so evil, if you want to if you if you are okay with a government that supports or that loves countries like the Soviet Union and you know communist China and all these other countries if you want to support that then i'm sorry you're supporting evil mm. 100% pure evil yeah. end of story yeah no end of story yeah. check uh coming back to what we said about the models net uh look at sweden yeah. sweden there was an article that i read recently and i'll, I'll maybe share the link where they interviewed 11 people that lives in sweden some of them are following the protocols and the regulations that are, and some are going drastically you know like your 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 karens out there <laughs> um but then you would walk in the street you would see coffee shops still open people are still in gyms um the death rate uh, i should have checked it out it's, it's not that much as what the normal flu is you know um and they no, live in normal on, it's on it's in line it's in line with every other country with regards to like so, so percentage wise and stuff their death rate is absolutely 100% online but but you see what what the difference is is what the swedish government did is the swedish government said to its citizens look oaks you know social distancing wash your hands yes if you need to wear masks wear masks if you want to stay at home and you're scared that you're going to get sick and die stay at home the rest of you be, be responsible individuals about it as, and go and do your thing as you would expect from a libertarian that will say yes this is my life and that let me run my life the way i want to not I only mean, a libertarian all right <laughs> <laughs> but this is all i've been hearing from people as they saying we're going to talk about it later about cigarettes they're saying it's my life let me have a cigarette if i'm killing myself i'm killing myself it's my choice you know but where where are all the where are all the leftists at this time where, you know screaming and shouting they, my body my choice uh, you know? they 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 very quiet eh you're right absolutely you're right absolutely my body my choice okay well hello it's my body my choice if i want to get it, sick and die you know it, i should it, be allowed to oh exactly yeah. of course what's got what model do you think we should have taken and i know we're not qualified with this we basically just generalizing yeah we just normal concerned citizens like you said yourself and me and me myself we concerned citizens what model do you think we should have implied roughly just just rough off the the top of your head no that's fine um so so essentially look um i don't want to i don't want to underplay the actual virus itself okay yeah. because you know there's a lot of people out there that say oh no it's 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 nothing and and all that look the reality of of it is is that south africa has a particularly young um population okay we do Indeed, and it's yes. and it's 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 quite clear that, that this virus is actually age specific 
okay? Yes. And that does play a part. There's various other factors and stuff that come into play, but yes, it's, it is absolutely age, you know, specific. So that, that's something that we can't deny. So what model would I have used? Excuse me. Um, mm. I would have used the, the, what we did in the beginning before the lockdown. So no mm -hmm. gatherings of over 100 people, um, social distancing, uh, wash your hands. Um, if you want to, and you're in, in, a, in, a, in, an, in, in a building or whatever, wear a mask. Um, you course, know, these yes. sort of things. Just to, to, just to sort of prevent it, you know. To an extreme, we were doing it. Malls were doing it. They were imply, uh, implementing sanitizers at doors and that. Some people yeah. were starting to wear masks. But this is this the thing. We lack that discipline. Trying to enforce people to tell them wear masks and sanitize your hands on a regular basis. I think this is why the government went to that extreme. Yeah, and it's it's look, I, I personally my personal um my personal belief is probably maximum, I don't know, twenty-five to forty percent of South Africans are actually adhering to the lockdown. I don't think that, um, you know, many people are actually adhering to the lockdown or would have actually adhered to the lockdown in the first place. Mm. So I think, I think the smart, the smart thing would have been to, to do the, um, what we, what we did in the beginning, you know, no gatherings of over a hundred, no sporting yes. events, um, and that sort of thing. You know, the, the, an important thing also to mention, Jason, is that I think when they implemented the the, the lockdown, okay, and um, Cyril Ramaphosa gave his first speech, and all the thank you, Mr. President, people were like frothing at the and like just sort of dizzy because they were so like in love with him and everything. Bro, they were drunk on that power. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, they absolutely. They were. <laughs> there was yeah, a there was a video. Loved. There was a video on Facebook too today, and I don't know if it was you or. I think it was Sebastian. No, no, I can't remember now. But also, the word Karen. Look at the Karens. The Karens all happy. President Ramaphosa, he was there, and people were taking photos and selfies, having yeah, the Karen so moments. I think, yeah, so I think when, when, when that happened, Jason, I think that, that most of the country said, sat back and thought, you know, I didn't really support the, the, the hard lockdown from the beginning. Okay, I didn't. But I think that a lot of people... Um, sort of said, right, okay, there, there might be some sort of logic behind this, okay? So the original idea behind the lockdown um, or the, 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 the initial 21-day lockdown was to, in order to prepare the hospitals, to prepare the schools, yeah. to prepare, uh, to, put, to put in place plans of action or action plans and stuff. Absolutely. But, but you know, and that, 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 that was the model that, that everywhere in the world did. You know, 21 days was the standard thing, probably because of the incubation period of the virus and all of that sort of stuff. But um, so 21 days is what they should have done. And then they should have, at the end of that 21 days, they should have gone back to the original, you know, no gatherings of over 100 yes, kind of yeah. thing. Makes sense. But they didn't, okay? And, and, like I knew I never trusted the ANC when they did the lockdown. I, I, I knew there was something strange going on. And the moment that they extended it is the moment that I knew that this government is out for your blood. They want you dead. Like that's, that's what, yeah, well, when, well, when they extended that lockdown, that's exactly what I knew. 
Well, we all knew it. If you, if you are followers like, like myself and you follow Ramon's uh, morning shot and Renegade Report and Germ Welfare and Ronaldo, we knew that this was going to be the case. We knew it. Yeah. 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 But, um, but yeah, so they, I don't think that they, um, I don't think that many people um, took a sort of conscious, uh, like, they never, they never sat back and, and looked back and said, oh, hang on a sec, something's mm. not like, something doesn't seem right over here, you know. Mm. So I think that's what, I think most of the country was behind the lock, or was accepted the lockdown for the first 21 days. But as we're going along and as they keep extending it and stuff, then, you know, things just start, people are like, oh, hang on, nah. You can't no. pull the wool over our eyes that long. You know? No, of course, yeah. Scott, before we did the podcast, there was something that you wanted to speak to me about. Uh, oh, yes. You, yes, no. yes, 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 yes. So, so myself and my um, wife took my uh, daughter, three-month-old daughter, to the uh, pediatrician on Friday. And, um, I mean, it's just, I, I will say this, I've been to uh, and I've spoken with a few doctors and stuff during this, this lockdown. Mm-hmm. And, um, Every single one of them, without fail, every single one of them has told me that the way that we're doing this lockdown is absolutely 100% wrong. Okay. Yeah. So, a specifically interesting story with this uh, pediatrician is um, that we went to see is he told us that in his hospital, um, the pediatrics ward is closed. It's completely closed. Okay. Um, why? Because kids are not, either they're not getting sick or parents are not bringing kids to the hospital because the parents are scared, you know? Makes sense. Yeah. So, um, so, but this guy told me, he said it is absolutely imperative for children, young children. So sort of, you know, newborn to like six, seven, eight, nine, or whatever it is, it is absolutely imperative that those kids get sick. Okay. Because if they don't get sick, they do not develop, their body doesn't develop an immune system or an immunity to certain conditions. It's, it's the same when we were children, if we didn't get measles and chicken pox, we would get it at later stage. And that happened to me. I was 32 years old when I had chicken pox. Can you imagine? God, that's actually uh, quite dangerous. It, actually, it, it was, and the, doc- and the doctor told me, "I mean, you could you could die in that." So, but luckily, I got treated and I got the right medication. But I'd, I'd yeah. never forget that experience. It was terrible. So you you're absolutely right in what you were saying. And as a child, you should get it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So another thing that he told me is this uh, particular pediatrician's uh, wife is an infectious disease doctor. Um, so you know she deals with. Um, uh, you know, in, infectious diseases, so viruses and bacterial infections and all these sort of things, okay? And he said he, him and his wife sit and they watch the news at night and they literally just sort of face palm the whole time because everything that the government is saying, everything that the government is announcing makes no sense, okay, and is 100% lies about mm. what they're telling you lies um jason 
like that picture. I don't know if you saw it on that. I, I shared it on Facebook uh, today of the Nelson Mandela uh, municipality, Nelson Mandela Bay municipality. They shared a picture of a mass grave and that yeah. says, don't, yes, don't loiter or you could end up like this. Yeah. And I, I mean, saw, I saw it, yeah. they That's should crazy. be ashamed of themselves. That's crazy. How, how can, how can a government institution go out there and lie like that? Yeah. It's just, well, I know how. I mean, we all know how. Yeah. But, but, you know, they ought to be ashamed of themselves. And, you know, and people need to start calling this stuff out. And this is why, this is why I do these sort of things. This is why I speak up against this stuff is our government is, is deeply rooted in an evil ideology yeah. that wants to starve its citizenry that wants to enslave its citizenry and it wants to make every single citizen in this country equally poor. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what socialism is. It's all about that. Yeah. It's been crazy, man. Mm -hmm. My next question. Um, was, there, was there anything else you wanted to add on the models? That's fine. Eh? No, 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 that's it. Police arrests. Are they lawful according to the constitution? Or according to this disaster act, because I mean we've seen some pretty nasty stuff, and I think Monday there was a video that was surf it was Monday, the Polito incident. Yes. Yeah, and and how the police were handling that child. You know, you know, Jason. Um, I'll I'll tell you one thing. I'll I'll tell you, this lockdown is, is in my opinion. I mean, I'm not a constitutional lawyer or, or any, um, you know, figure of authority on this. It's just we, we, we should ask Martin from Staden that, Joe. He, he's, yeah, he's, Martin he's, would know. Yeah, he would I definitely had, know. I had him on my podcast, Joe. He's, he knows the constitution fully. He's the right man, yeah. Right. But he would know. But I'm pretty sure yeah. that he would agree with me that the lockdown in itself is, is unconstitutional. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, for example, like, uh, like myself. You know, I'm a, I'm a, you know this, I'm a devout Christian. Yes. And, um, you know, on Sundays, my wife and, and me look forward to going to church. I mean, it's something that's, that's, uh, that a lot of Christians enjoy, you know. And, um, but obviously now we have to sort of watch a live stream of church and stuff, okay? Yeah. And as far as I know, the um is a constitutional right of assembly okay um besides i mean the, the religious freedom and stuff i can that that's obviously uh, there as well and that's also something that's important but we also have the freedom of of assembly yeah. which means that we have the freedom to peacefully assemble okay mm. as far as i know it's even even this government is so communist and stuff, but they even, they even uh, uh, say that everyone has a, the freedom or the right to assemble, to peaceful assembly. Uh, and it says unarmed as well, as far as I know, as far as I remember, I think. But anyway, it, it says unarmed as well. I mean, it's just, you can't like, you can't be in the US, like just rock up there with your AR-15 strapped and, and stuff <laughs> like they do in the US. Unfortunately. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but anyway, so um, back to my point, um, the, the, the lockdown, in my opinion, is 100% unlawful. Um, and that's why this government is going to have an extremely hard time 
um, trying to settle court cases and stuff brought against oh. them by the good the good good men and women of our civil rights organizations and stuff and to the to the listeners out there i mean something if you are if you are too scared to speak out if you are uh, afraid for your job if you are you know afraid for all kinds of other stuff and you don't really want to speak out at least the least you can do as a constituent citizen is is you know support these civil rights organizations support oaks like afri forum support yeah. the institute of race relations you know support these guys because they're doing good work a lot of yeah. good work so i believe that um um afri forum is going to be helping the beach guy um and also he, the belito guy he, as far as i know yeah the, the guy that was on the ramonza in uh yeah. podcast that's right yeah and the belito so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so look, I personally believe it's unlawful. Um, uh, you know, I don't think that, you know, you can, you can bring up the disaster act and stuff, but you know, it's, it, it's not proven. It cannot be proven that, that we're actually in a disaster at the moment. The only, mm. the only actual, like a health disaster and stuff, the only disaster that we're actually, you know, steamrolling towards now is an economic disaster yeah. where the, the, the impact and the fallout that this will have on our economy is, is going to be absolutely catastrophic. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, the reality of it is, is that if we, if, a, if us as a country, if we had a um, sort of a free market economy, um, then I would be pretty confident that, that we would be able to recover quite quickly, okay? Yes. But we, we just don't, okay? The government wants to control every aspect of uh, business, every aspect of um, everything it, it wants to create, it wants to control every aspect of, of yourself as well. Every aspect of your mm. being and, and your life, the government wants to control. Yeah, and the signs are there. So, so, so I'll tell you, I'll tell you an, a very interesting little um, theory that myself and my brother came up with. So um, six small businesses are closing on a daily basis in South mm -hmm. Africa at the moment. Yes. Large companies are, are liquidating um, uh, retrenchment letters are going out left, right, and center. People it, are losing their jobs. SAP just threw away 25,000 liters of beer another day. Yeah, <laughs> SAP, yeah, just, I mean, yes, if that didn't bring a tear to your eye, then, Flip then I dip. don't know. But, um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, all these companies are going, are going bang, okay? Mm. Even, even large corporates and stuff are going to be struggling heavily after this so here's my theory my theory is that this government is wants those businesses to fail okay yes. so that so that Not those to. businesses mm. so that those businesses can uh come and beg for money from the government yes. and then the government can end up just merely buying up a whole bunch of companies and that way they end up nationalizing our entire economy mm. Sounds legit. I can go with it, though. It makes sense. 
that's my that's my theory and it's only the, the only reason why i suspect it and stuff is because i understand how the national democratic revolution works and um i understand that uh, uh where it comes from and other countries that have done similar things and mm-hmm. uh, you know the anc is very good at copying other countries so yeah, yeah well but you just can't copy everything. Does that, does that every... answer the question? Sorry, I, no, I no, it does. What the question was. No, the question was the brutality on the police in it. You know, uh, was it? Oh yeah. Okay. So is, look, is it lawful? Um, I mean, but but yeah, what you said is hundred percent. not. Yeah. It's definitely not lawful. Um, the police brutality and and stuff is just is just obscene. Um, and the the, the cops that, uh, that flipper makes my blood boil. Shit. Ought to be ashamed of themselves. I mean, that guy. In, the guy in Seapoint here yeah, in Cape Town um, who was feeding the, the homeless guys and that cop came and harassed him and all of that. Mm. You know, I mean, here's the thing. We're, we're all adults of here. I don't need to be yelled at if, if I know that I'm doing something wrong. I don't need to be abused or, or forced or anything. Just come to me and say to me, listen, bro, stop it. You're not, you're doing something wrong. Just stop it. End of story. And yeah. we're all adults over here. We can deal with this and just, you know, there's no need for for cops to come in and start grabbing oaks and, you know, stealing or, or um, kidnapping children and that. That yeah, it's it's, it's like so it's like we in kindergarten, bro. It's like we in crash. You know, they got to pull us by the hair and and <laughs> it's crazy. We're not sub. Hey, we're not in primary school anymore. We're adults here, but we are. We've been treated yeah. like like children now. Basically, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly that. Yeah. Flipping crazy, man. Okay, but yeah, there are gonna there are gonna be a lot of uh, uh, issues and stuff with regards to that, um, uh, with regards to the the, the police and, it, and all of that. It, you know, it seems like now with all those prisoners that they released, um, it's like they're making space for all the new prisoners that they're arresting unlawfully. Yeah, um, it is. It is that, and then it will be. Uh, they will be sort of making room for other sort of various political dissidents and and that sort of thing because you know. In a communist government, you cannot uh, you cannot speak poorly of a government or or, or anything. I remember no, you hearing it. I think it was I think it was on a, um, a podcast, maybe a South African podcast or, or somewhere. I don't remember. Or maybe it was Roman that said it and stuff. And it's you know the 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 the, the a way to gauge how free you are is if you can speak up against anything and everyone. Yeah. That's 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 how how you gauge if you're actually free, and um, yeah, clearly we can't do that. So yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna. Well, that's exactly what. That's my last question, but I think I want to squeeze this question in before I do the third one. The f- the fourth question was uh, your thoughts on George Orwell, his book 1984. It's exactly what we were talking about, yeah. Yeah, I think. Look, look. I think it's, I think it's important to understand. Um, I think it's important for people. Look, I haven't read 1984. Um, I don't. I know about George Orwell and stuff, but I'm not too clued up on that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think one thing that I do know pretty well is um, is the effects of Marxism, mm. and um, and that's pretty much what we are experiencing now. Um, uh, Jason, have you have you seen or heard of the book uh, People's War by um, Anthony Jeff, Jeffries? Anthony Jeffrey. I didn't read the book, uh, but I did watch the documentary. Um, 
that Ernest Roots directed. It's, it's more or less similar to The People's War. Tainted Era? Yeah. 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 So Tainted essentially, era. essentially, this government is so deeply rooted in Marxism. Um, and basically what Marxism does is it takes, it, it takes everything that is, you know, I guess this is a relative term and stuff, but it takes everything that is wholesome mm. and healthy uh, for a nation um, and turns it completely upside down. So, for example, things like um, marriage. Okay? Marriage is very, very healthy for a, a country. So, yeah. I mean, by, by marriage, I don't mean like people getting married. I mean people staying married because that's what, what marriage is about, you know? Hundreds. And, uh, and it's, in this country, it's so easy to get a divorce, um, you know, and it's, 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 it's almost, it's almost promoted um, getting divorces and all that sort of thing. And, you know, one of the, one of the most important things, cause, cause, uh, sorry, I'm rambling a bit of here, no, but there is, some, there is some logic behind what I'm saying. No, so, go ahead, Bruce, go ahead. So a, a family is the smallest a form of, of a government. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have the father at the head and the mother after Absolute, that, and then you absolutely. have the children. Yeah. So the, and that model needs to now expand to your community and then your greater uh, society at large. Okay. It has mm. to expand to there, but it can't do that if the family is fractured and if, parents are split up and stuff because what does that do? It makes the children and everything reliant on the state. Yeah. And I think, and and the reason why I'm saying this is that the ANC government is so good at um, implementing Marxism that our country and its citizens would literally do, would literally allow the ANC to do whatever they want because the ANC is these people's um, uh, daddy, like their big daddy kind yeah. of thing, you know? Well, well, and, the George, George Orwell's book, it's Big Brother, you know? Big yeah. Brother's watching you. And who would have thought yeah. years later, Big Brother became a reality show? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, it's that. That's, the, that's the, 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 the gist of it. Okay. So... But I do think I do think all of these things, like uh, the the lockdown and stuff, I do think a lot of it is motivated by um, by fear. Yeah, I think people are absolutely petrified of this virus. I mean, I've had I've had interactions with people where they say things like, you know, I'll stay indoors for a year if I have to, you know, Jeez. or or rubbish like, uh, you know, how how can you even think of going outside? You know that you can die. And I'm like, look, I can die. My chances of dying in a car accident are higher than my chances of dying from of course. COVID virus. Of course. So I'll, I'll take my chances. You know, what are we supposed to just remain indoors for the rest of our lives and just not interact with anyone and just be so scared and stuff? It's just, it's just silly. It's just But, but this, is, this is the brainwashing process that, that's happening here. It's yeah, yeah. Fear, fear is a is a. Um, there's two things that 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 drive the the human psyche. Okay, yeah. that's and and one 
One of them is fear and the other one is sex. Okay. So those are mm. two of the most powerful drivers when it comes to the human psyche and how we, and how we think. And, um, and, and if you, if you're able to control those two things in a, in a Marxist society, you control the narrative, you control people. So you, yeah. if you're able to control fear and you're able to control sex, um, then you are, uh, that's why I'm so vehemently against pornography and all of that sort of stuff yeah. because of the, of the sexual revolution, but that's for another podcast. Does that answer the question? I think, no, I think it, that, it, uh, it, it I think does. No, it does. It, it does. But I was going to say fear is a good thing. You know, fear tells you when to stop. And this is something that's been stripped away from most criminals and that they've lost their ability to be afraid for anything. And it now yeah. it seems like the government is trying to do exactly that, bring back that fear. And this is why we're seeing this yeah. police brutality and the army um, pushing people and hitting them in that. Yeah, there are, there are, there's, yeah. There's, there's good and there's bad fear. That's, the, that's the, the reality. There's good and there's bad fear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, my last question, the black market. Um, who is it benefiting? Who exactly? Um, like, like the cigarettes, for example. Jeez, like, bro, are you a smoker? I saw you had a lighter than your end. Huh? Oh, no, no, no. This is for lighting my briar. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm a smoker. I'll, but I'll, have, I'll have a cigar. I have a cigar every now and then, but I'm not a smoker. No. Yeah. But the, the I black used market. to smoke. I smoked my whole life, pretty much. I started smoking when I was 11 or something, and I, and I quit uh, a few years back. I, I, I can, I, at work, I, can, I will not smoke. But when I'm at home, after supper, I would like to have a cigarette, you know. And of course, weekends when you have a braai, yeah, then you... Yeah, you, you, I mean, there is... Yeah. I'll, I'll admit there is nothing much better than, you know, a, a, a beer, a braai, and a cigarette. Of course, sir, nothing better than that, yeah. But, but now, the black market has just taken uh, keen to this, and you, you have to pay 600 rand, 800 rand a packet of cotton. And of course, there's people out there that can't afford it, but there's, there's many out there that can't afford it. And so who's benefiting you exactly? Yeah, look, um, I totally 100%, and I think I mentioned this to you, I would 100% support the smaller guys that are brave enough yeah, yeah, yeah. Still carry I, on. I put that post on Facebook here yeah, about uh, people saying that the locals, he's not going to support the locals and that. And I said, no, I would still support the local because it's not his fault. It's not his fault why he's selling the cigarettes at that price because of the demand. And I understand that concept of the demand theory that when something becomes scarce, that the prices go up. You see, you see, this is the thing also is that, you know, another constitutional or civil right of ours is, and, and, and it's so bizarre. I don't know, I don't know how people forgot that they have civil rights. I just, uh, but people's uh, political acumen in this country is absolutely, you know, it's ridiculous. But anyway, so um, another civil right for us is the right to work. Okay. So you, you, you take that right away. And obviously people are going to get desperate and people are going to go and, you know, do these things. These are people that don't, that don't necessarily live, you know, month to month and, and that sort of thing. These are people yeah. that live day to day, day, day to, to day. day. And that Hand to and mouth. the bread yeah. that they, that they have on the table tonight, today, uh, it, it, it gets regenerated the next day when they earn more money. It's not like, 
Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. It's not like um, it's not like uh, you, you know, I'm I'm sort of like a middle class guy and all that, so I'll I'll be fine. But these guys won't. No. So so what happens is is these guys then get sort of desperate and and they say, you know what, bugger it, I'm just going to go ahead and sell cigarettes. But I am taking a massive risk because yeah. I could get locked up and you know all of that sort of jazz. So they say, right, this is what my risk is. This is in, and the and the consumer that wants the product, I'm going to charge them more. Okay, yeah, like so a danger pay. Yeah. I have no problem. Yeah, danger pay. I have yeah, no like a danger pay. Mm. <clears throat> I have no absolutely no problem with it. Um, what I do have a problem with, well, actually, I applaud I applaud the small guy because you know they. They actually have the guts to stand up against, you know, the government and say, you know what, bugger you, Oaks, we're just going to go ahead and sell Amen. You know, yeah, cigarettes. Yeah. And Amen to that. that yeah. what, I, what, I, what I do have a problem with is the, the South African large corporates and how absolutely weak they are. And, you know, these are the guys with, with the big money. Yeah. that could actually do something, you know, that could actually say, you know what, government, you know, enough's enough. You know, mm. this is it. Uh, this shit needs to end. You know, and that's it. But they don't. Um, mostly because, again, fear. You know, they 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 controlled by the government because of fear. Because they know that the government can literally make them disappear in yeah. you know with a with a with a swipe of a pen kind of thing. Yeah. So they don't they don't have the they don't have the resilience. They don't have the um, the guts. To sacrifice their their, their 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 way of living, their their you know million, two million rand uh, a year income and all that, they got no, they don't <clears throat> they don't have the guts to do that because they don't they're scared. But what they don't realize is that not having the guts to do these sort of things is a is a is a quick fix. Okay, yeah. so it'll save your ass now. It'll save your ass now, but believe me, it's going to come back and bite you one day. It, okay, it, it has. That, yeah, that's 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 the thing that these big corporates need to understand. Okay, I saw on uh, Roman's podcast um, or Roman's channel that um, I think it was the CEO of uh, Mr. Price or, or one of those places talking about saying, oh. Uh, we need to applaud uh, Ibrahim Patel for his amazing efforts and all that. And I'm like, this is the guy, this is the same guy that banned yeah. um, uh, e-commerce, banned it, okay? And then comes and says, and when they allow it again, comes and says, well, e-commerce was amazing and this is what we needed to, to, you know, to defeat this COVID thing. And I'm like, people are actually eating this stuff up. People yeah. are actually believing this sort of thing. You know, Jason, when we have, when we have people like Ibrahim Patel, who is a absolute dedicated to the core communist, okay? Mm. And then we have, we have Nkosta um, Zanat Lamini Zuma, okay? Who's when people, when people make fame. Zol, yeah, yeah, yeah when, when people Zol. Yeah. But um, she, she, her only claim is, is that she's, you know, um, that uh, she's Jacob Zuma's ex-wife. Yes. And that's it. And we've got this woman in, 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 in one of the highest seats in the country and, and people are okay with this. That is the, the, the well, scariest well, part. Well, the public seems to see it as when Ramaphosa says something and then 
Zuma's, she will come on and then say, um, hold on, I will review it tomorrow. So a lot of people are saying that she's, um, she's overstepping. Pulling the strings, yeah. yeah, she's pulling the strings. Yeah, she is. You know, um, you know, uh, something that also um, annoyed me, Jason, and um, I wonder if you can just give me the grace to, to say this in your, in your show and stuff, but something that yeah. really a, a annoyed me was, um, now, obviously, I mean, I, I say this a lot, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Christian, and something that really annoyed me was the, um, the amount of weak Christians um, in this, in this country yeah. that that just sort of like buckle down and and the, you know they're like because there's a there's a verse in the bible um uh, romans 13 okay which basically says that you should submit to um government and and all of that but <clears throat> but they are if you read and, and you understand the verse basically what it is is you know you need to submit to the government, but that government needs to be doing God's work in order for you to sub to submit to it. Of course. So they need to be a, they need to be a God fearing government in order to do that. Yeah. Which clearly the ANC is not. So us as Christians are actually ordered ordered by God to disobey the government, and mm -hmm. I, I, I just and and finally now after a day 50 something billion of lockdown that we've all lost track track of what day it is okay yeah. day 53 now now finally now we're getting uh, christian pastors and and leaders and stuff that are finally saying well hang on guys i don't think this government is really doing god's work so it's time that we speak up against them mm. listen listen to what i tell to those pastors listen pastor the ANC has never done God's work. Never. Of course. Yes. So that's, that's, we all can this agree is that, the yeah. reality. Yeah, this of is course. the reality. And that's what, sorry, I get fired up with this sort of thing. No, it's all right. Eh? I, think, I think that's why I wanted you on this podcast because I saw you were fired up. Eh? <laughs> I wanted somebody that yeah, can yeah. fire up things a bit, yeah. Yeah, because it's concerning, you know. I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, you know, I mean, we've never, we've never met each other in person and stuff, Jason. No, but no. Um, if, if, uh, if we ever do, if you ever find yourself in Cape Town, or I find myself well, up in, well, I've got, I've got family in Cape Town. I, I need to. Oh, is it? Yeah, and no, I haven't seen my, my, my boot for a long time now. He lives in Brackenfeld, oh. so oh, I, I need to come down. I must. But no, no. financially now at the moment, things are not looking good for us all. <laughs> yeah, Underst exactly. un understandable, yeah. Yeah, so, so if you ever find yourself in Cape Town, you'll, you'll, and, you know, and then we meet up and come over yeah. to my house and we make a bry and that sort of thing. I'm really, I'm really a positive oak. I'm really a, a, a good guy. I like a good laugh. I, I, um, I have a good sense of humor and all this sort of thing. And, but I get, I get, I have a, a three-month-old daughter, and I have a, a wife who happens to be uh, who happens to be foreign, yeah. um, and I, I worry about them. You know that that's my that's my my duty is to make sure that they're okay. Yeah. So it, it's that that gets me fired up because I know I know that you you can you can do anything that you want to me. You can do whatever you want to me. You can swear at me. Yeah, you can punch yeah. me. You can, you can stab me. You can kill me. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. But you will not set foot and touch a single yeah. hair on my daughter Absolutely. or on my wife. Yeah, no. Of that course. is how it is. 
okay? And I get, I get fired up because this government wants to control my wife and my daughter, yeah. okay? I will not let that happen. Yeah. Well, and that's why I get so fired up. Well, well here's the thing. Um, I've, I've been a member, well, a member or a fan, or you can call it, but I've been on ZACP for a year now. I think we both have. And I spoke to a lot of people and, they, they, and the questions they ask me is, do you have a gun in your house? And my, my answer to them is straight. And I said, no, I don't. Why do I need a gun in my house when I've got God in my life? I mean, every night I go when I close my eyes and that, and I say, God, protect my house, protect my family, protect my workplace and that. So I don't need a gun. I've never have. And I, no. I don't. I still believe I don't need a gun. I won't. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I would, prefer to be armed and stuff that's just my opinion. yeah no, of course i am i am i am uh, i am yeah so guns are very important to me um it's just in, in my work be- in my working environment too if i have to carry a gun on me okay which is the security environment i don't want to carry a gun because then you're more of a threat to yourself uh because the thief will know that you got a gun and he will make some type of plan to take that gun off you yes and then, and, yes. And then so you get have, shot have, with have, your own gun yeah Yes, absolutely. So having a gun does can kind of make you a target. Um, yeah. Does make does very often make you a target. Um, but you know, guns and stuff. I I support the people's right to have them. Yes, of course. They, I, I support they, it too. They, There's nothing wrong with it. You can have a gun, but I just feel I'm just a, I don't need to carry a gun. Yeah. Yeah. My 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 views on on guns and stuff are very. Um, very liberal. I, I I believe that people should be able to own guns and stuff. So I I believe in the freedom of of, of the right to bear arms and all yes. that. Which unfortunately our government is not too keen on. But um, yeah. but the 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 thing is is um, you know a, a lot of people. Back to my point of why I was telling you that I'm a a, a positive guy who likes to crack jokes and that sort of thing is. Many people view my temperament as um, negative, and it's it's really not. I'm not a negative guy. Okay, I don't fear for the future mm. because, like you say, you know, Christ walks with me, so I've got nothing to fear. Okay, hundreds. Uh, um, I don't fear the future. I worry about it, and I'm concerned about it. Um, mm. So, and I need to do something about it because God commanded me that if there's people doing evil work, you need to act against it. I'm not saying, I'm not saying I need to go out there and, um, and, you know, start chopping people up and shooting people and that sort of thing. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that, um, is that, sorry, uh, there we go. Is that, um, Sorry, but I just want to look up something over here quickly. No, not uh, right. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is that I cannot sit by and let bad things happen. You know, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a great Bible verse um, called Ephesians uh, six, uh, verse 10, ten to eighteen. I don't know if you remember this, Jason. How old are you? But forty-five. Forty. Okay, so you would remember this. <laughs> yeah, I'm forty-five. Yeah. You would remember this. Did you? Did you? Did you grow up? Um, did you grow up in a in a Christian household? Or I did. My mom was a strong Christian. We used to go to the Church of England. 
uh, and okay. then Methodist. Anglican and then Methodist, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so, okay. So you would maybe, I don't know, um, maybe remember the, um, these uh, toys that were around, which was the, um, they had a, it was like a helmet, um, a, a chest plate, and a sword and, and stuff. And it was basically about the armor of God. Yeah. Yeah. The knight in shining armor. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the, the Ephesians six verse, uh, 10 to 18. Do you mind if I, if I just sort of read it real quick? Okay? Go ahead. Go ahead. Read it. So it says, fine. It says, finally, my brethren, uh, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Now this is very important for our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers and principalities against authorities and against powers of dark, uh, sorry, powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So essentially, basically what it means is, you know, um, we need to speak up against evil. It's, it's yes. a command. Don't be scared, you know, put on the armor of God and speak up against yeah. evil. And that's what that's why I do these things. That's why I'm I'm passionate about it. Yeah. It's that's the same Sorry, my mom yeah. my mom used to always use when she walks, because um, my mom did a lot of walking around and, and I always tell my mom, why do you go through that town? It's dangerous in it. She says, You know what? I just put the God's armor on me and I walk. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's how much Absolutely. faith my mom has got. And She'll go to town she, and she'll is she, come. At, is, she, is she still alive? Huh? Still, yeah, my mom's still alive. Yeah, she's in um, like a retirement village in Peru. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so she's yeah in Peru. Yeah, this side. she's she's that side. Yeah, in Peru. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, your, your mom, your mom's a praying mother. Yes, definitely, fully. It's the great, greatest blessing ever is a pray, having a praying mother. It's what it's what it's what brought me back to God. I was a raging atheist in my twenties, yeah. Um, but uh, my praying mother brought me back to God. Yeah, no, of course, yeah. And it's, it's just weird with all the people that we're on in the groups at the moment, how they would diss us yeah. and that. But it's all right. I'm used to it. You know, let them have their say in that. that the libertarians and that's how they listen, speak. Listen, Jason, if you if if you're not if you're not if you're not called a religious zealot at least once a day, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, that's the thing. Anyway, anyway, was there another question? That's it. No, I th- I think it was an excellent podcast. Um, mm-hmm. it was excellent. I enjoyed it. Thank you. No, absolutely. Um, there is a there is, um, you know, the the. The, um, I am going to be sorry. So, you mind if I just sort of plug my my show? Like, plug. Of course, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to plug it in. I've done it before, and I'll do it again. I'll plug your link in. Excellent. So, reaction, um, reactionary opinions. Yeah. yeah. So, reactionary opinions is our uh, YouTube channel, and um, we we were on a hi- hiatus, quite a long hiatus, because myself and uh, Dylan D Dog. Uh, just, um, yeah. uh, just became fathers fairly recently. So it's yes. uh, testing and all of that. And we wanted to dedicate more time to our family and stuff. And now that, uh, you know, my daughter's starting to sleep a little bit more and all of that, uh, we can get back to doing podcasting I, and stuff. So I dig Dylan's uh, every day. He had like a guitar session. Yes, sir, that, yes, sir. Yeah, that, yes. Man, yeah, that man good. can rock that guitar. Oh, yeah, yes, he he's rocks good. it. He, he, 
He's he's good. Uh, the he's not he's not quite Aaron's roots yet, but uh, but he's good. You know you know what I was thinking. Eh? This was just something. I, I don't I don't know if Aaron's roots will do it. I was thinking to have like a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a do off. So Aaron's will play a tune, and then Dylan will play a tune. You know, and then let the people. I don't know. Like a just, duel. Like a duel. Yeah, it was just something that came up. And I thought to myself, yes, let's check out this man's playing good toy. Shit, it was awesome. Yeah. So what what I, I want to do, um, Jason, if I can also mention this as well, is um, we're, we're in the process, um, it's still early, very early days, but we're in the process of actually speaking about, because here's the thing is, so what happens after COVID? Like what happens after this lockdown uh, ends? Okay? Yeah. What are we going to do now? Okay. So the, the reality of it is, is that the ANC has now exposed themselves as they just want total and utter authoritarianism. Okay. Yep. Drunk on so, all that power. Yep. Yeah. They have an absolute raging hard on for power. And I mean, if you, if you see, if you see Becky clearly, you'll like how he is, he mm. is like, forgive my, 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 my language and stuff, but it looks like he's about to come in his pants every time <laughs> you see him, you know? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, so my thing is, you know, what happens after lockdown and stuff? Because we're in this situation now, okay? The the guys are fighting this in court and all that sort of thing, and it will come to an end, okay? Yeah. So what happens after that? What do we do as concerned citizens? How do we now uh, become activists against um, the ANC and stuff, okay? That, that's just it. It's, it's up to us. But yeah. will we get the support? So my, this my, is the thing. Yeah. Yeah, my, my idea, okay, this is my idea, okay, and I have, you know, fairly good friends and stuff that can help out with this, and I'd like to get, you know, guys like Aaron's roots and stuff involved in it as well, is my idea, and I don't know if it's unique to me, someone might have a similar idea out there as well, or there might even be something in, in process at the moment, but my idea is a freedom convention, okay, mm-hmm. so some sort of, um, uh, you know, two or three day conference where we discuss um, plans for freedom and stuff. And it's an actual convention. So, you know, the ZACP can go there and have a, have a little stand there and do a talk. And, um, you know, uh, there can be various um, organizations. We'll, we'll, we'll like get Christoph. We'll get Christoph to go there. Christoph can do that. Yeah. You'll be great. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the, the IRR, the, um, a couple of other organizations that can get involved in this and do a, freedom convention and then what what we need to start doing is um and myself and russell are actually you know very we're thinking about doing this and stuff is renting out town halls yeah and just having a a a town hall you know chin wag you know of course Uh, you know get there uh we can have a speaker uh say for example jack miller from the cape party can come and talk there and uh and all of this and then we just that like we need to we need to get this moving now, guys. We need to get this this done uh, because you know if if we don't, we're going to wake up and it's going to be my mask. What I'm scared of is what what's what we're going to have. What happened in 1929? You know the Great Depression. Are we heading that way? That's that that is scary. Yeah. Look, if if we are heading that way, um, and there's you know it's going to be the next you know. 10 years or something is going to, are going to be rough. Okay. But, but the reality of it is, is, is that 
even during the Great Depression, things didn't stand still, you know, like just because people are poor doesn't mean they can't do anything, you know. I've Yeah, but to what you just said then, of having these little meetings and that that's exactly it. And that, that that's what probably never happened in nineteen twenty nine. Yeah, people exactly. Were just sitting I mean, in the street corners and they were negative. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't the world doesn't just because people are poor doesn't mean people can't, you know, do things. Like for example, I mean I I grew up relatively poor okay um and uh you know in uh, i grew up in a small town in the eastern cape and what cape town standards would be considered poor um yeah you know uh, i wasn't you know you know we never had a lot of money and stuff and and all of that but you know i it, it, i i've been poor before i can be poor again you know it's, yes. not, it's not the end of the world it's not going to stop it's not going to kill my spirit you know if i'm poor you know what i mean so yeah. just because i'm poor and i've got no money and stuff doesn't mean that i'm not going to stop speaking out and speaking the truth and all that sort of thing because there's guys like you out there there's guys like christoph there's guys like russell lamberti there's guys like roman Kabanek, there's guys like big daddy liberty there's guys yeah. like um uh you know the list goes on and on and on of out course. there in what 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 we call mm. it what what us at reactionary opinions call the truth community okay yeah it's 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 a group of people that are out there speaking the truth okay and all we need is for people to listen that's it true okay and that's how we go about changing hearts and minds and i'm passionate about that and i'm pretty confident that it can be done of course yes if you put your mind to it of course it can be done yeah but again you just need that right support if we don't have that support and then you're going to have people out there that are going to stop you. They are going to definitely try and stop you and, and, and pump fear into you. And that's where you've got to be strong and push back and say, uh-uh, this needs to be done. Uh, how else are we going to get this economy back on its, its feet again? Yeah. 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 Well, rhetoric, rhetoric, is actually, rhetoric is actually quite easy to, to, to get over. Um, it's, it, it, you know, the, generally Marxist rhetoric and stuff is hollow and empty and stuff. And if you are actually honest, you'll see right through it. So mm. that's what we just need to do is appeal to people's honesty. You know what I mean? Mm. That's all. Yeah. Hundreds. Scott, my man, um, don't go. Let me just do my closing. Thank you. Thank you again for joining in. Uh, like I said to my listeners, well, what Scott said, I will plug in the link to his uh, channel. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my, my podcast is available on Anchor FM, uh, Spotify, Google podcast, Apple, YouTube and YouTube. Um, yeah, lekker. Cheers. Take it easy, guys. Ciao.